Hello again, listeners, subscribers, YouTube viewers, and all you random people who just stumbled on this by accident. With you, <laughs> as always, I'm Top Toast. And I am your chubby toed co-host, Any. Welcome uh, to the Odos Toast podcast. Are you sure you're Any? I mean, your your internet identity is being slowly eroded off into the sea. Holy fuck. I was just going to be like instagrammer like that's my new name <laughs> your new name is instagrammer your new profile picture is the blue circle with the gingerbread person yeah um and so we um this was supposed to be well it will still be listener mail too um we decided to go back and just go to actually you know months worth of comments but we put out the call for comments questions uh, things to send myself or any, and then any's account went down, and anyone who answered any, uh, we don't know. Uh, there was like, there was a couple of pages worth, you know, swipes worth. Yeah. So I'm gonna say a few dozen. Um, and I usually screenshot them, but I was waiting for it to wrap up, you know, the 24 hours, so that I could screenshot them all at the same time, and then be able to answer all of the questions. The problem with that is that, you know, my account was deleted before I had a chance to do that. <laughs> right. And the, the screwy thing. And I think let, let me um, let me get to my point before I create the preamble to it. This podcast doesn't really belong on Instagram. It doesn't belong to Instagram. Instagram isn't good to us. And I don't mean that. I mean, Instagram is where you and I met uh, Instagram has been good to me at least as far as growing my instagram account so i guess it's just good for instagram um and i have so many friends on instagram i don't want to give it up but right. instagram is really not the place we should be trying to get the interaction for this podcast in the first place this podcast doesn't belong on instagram and well you know i I've, I've been on instagram the longest of all of the social medias. Yeah. It's where I have the most uh, friendships, relationships, and followers. So usually my best responses come from Instagram for no other reason other and, than and I've been there for so long. And here's the problem. Your best responses come from Instagram on your personal foot fetish account, not even on the podcast account. Right. Right. Um. And mine, and, and all of our, we, we put out, I mean, Instagram's great because it gives you a little question window. The DM system is uh, very user-friendly. People love it too much. But you also, it's Instagram. I especially put up a little, you put the box out there that morons can type into, and morons will type into it. <laughs> Do you have a question for us on the podcast? And one of the questions, one of the answers we got was, uh, Do your buttons pop open? <laughs> well on the podcast no 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 not really uh no. <laughs> if i am wearing a tight shirt and i stretch too much possibly <laughs> what does that so, mean <laughs> exactly the, the problem with instagram and it's it's not a problem with instagram the problem we as a podcast are having on instagram is the 
interaction we get. Now, we do in our private DMs. Our friends will tell us all the time, oh, I love listening to your podcast, blah, blah, blah. And that's awesome. And, but that's just where we talk to our friends. Right. When we try to put on an interaction that has to do with the podcast, the ans- the responses we're getting are from people who follow our Instagrams for their own reasons, usually Jurgens in hand. <laughs> Which I'm generally okay with. I mean, we end the podcast with, you know, for those of you masturbating. Oh, of voices. course. Of course, of course, of course. Um, and you know what? We put, out a, not... we put out a call a couple weeks ago for... And that was a fun little series of stuff. You know, the people responded to how they listened to us. A lot of people listen to the car. It's a podcast. People commute. That makes sense. A few people listen to the bath, and that was kind of cool to uh, see, at least for for the male or uh, you know female interested viewers. That was some good uh, material. Um, right? Yeah. There was one guy who you know showed us a picture of his dick under his skirt. More power to you. And there was one person who literally <laughs> took a picture of his Jurgens bottle, and I'm like, "You, you, sir, are excellent." Uh, yeah, actually, he like wrote us a paragraph to go along with it. I'm gonna see if I can find it while we're uh, discussing this. Well, you know, I I did take a couple screenshots of some of them, so I do have some of the responses, but I don't have all of them that went along with the pictures um, that we got. And when I was going to post it on, because I wanted to post it on my main page too. You know, I, there's just a lot going on. So um, I am going to post everybody's responses on my podcast page is what I'm going to do. Um, I will not post the dick pics like I had originally said I would because, well, you know, for obvious reasons. Um, but, yeah, I did get a couple of dick pics. Um, a couple of them were just just plain old rude. Like it wasn't about them wanting to listen to the podcast. It was literally about them wanting to show me their dick. So um, I allowed it because I had said it was fine, you know, at the time. Um, But that doesn't mean that I didn't put them on my shit list. (laughs) Mr. Dick Pick Sender, uh, pink plaid skirt and all, he gets his 15 seconds of fame here. We we asked for anything and they, um, they answered. I'm good with the pink plaid skirt. I'm good with that one. Yeah. I got no issue there. Yeah, I, I I'm good with that. <laughs> and we but do yeah. get a lot of just, you know, very few people had anything they wanted to ask us and hear. So many people say they just love to hear us banter. Um, yeah, we did get a few messages like that. Uh, like, here's one. Hi, gorgeous. So obviously that was sent to you. <laughs> Man, how do you know I wasn't you? <laughs> well, I do remember what goes into my DMs. So this one was to you. I just want to tell you how much I enjoy your podcast. I listen to a lot of them and yours is one I always go back to. You have really interesting guests and you guys are funny. I know it's a foot show, but my faves are when you guys are talking about other stuff. I like how you guys think and the stuff you say sometimes. I just want to hear like everyday regular stuff from you guys. Sorry to take so much of your time. I know you don't like DMing, but. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I think we accidentally put the dick pic in this folder four times because I'm scrolling back and forth through messages and now I just keep getting assaulted by the dick pic. (laughs) (laughs) I know which one you're looking at. It's not even a very attractive dick, let me tell you. (laughs) 
<laughs> but that was a really nice message. And um, I think um, a lot of people enjoy our guests, but also they really enjoy like shit we have to say. Like we can be pretty interesting people. So, um, yeah, that, that was a good one. That's a good message. Um, yeah. Another one on a similar, you guys are putting foot fetish in the spotlight. Listening to you guys actually makes me feel normal. Well, that's, that's been our goal from day one. There's nothing abnormal about this, or at least we don't want to uh, admit we're freaks. Actually, no, we like, we like the term freaks. I, you know what? I like that we're a little bit freaky. I just want everyone to understand that everyone can be freaky and nobody should be judging you for what you want to do in the bedroom. So, uh, so he continues to say, I wanted to say that it's pretty awesome that you actually interact with fans, too many foot models. And I know you don't consider yourself a foot model. Treat us like we're just some foot freaks with wallets. Oh. <laughs> I guess that was a little more geared towards you than the podcast. It was just sort of part of the same message stream. Um, I'm enjoying the podcast, working my way backwards. I've been a lover of feet for decades now, and I'm also a thigh guy, especially when we have garters on. Anyway, I was wondering if there's another part of the lower half that gives you the same rush as feet do. Hmm. Ooh, that's okay. kind of, that would be more geared towards me as the, um, well, we've, we've had the argument who's the fetishist, but where my fetish is for other people's feet and your fetish is to having your feet attended to. Although, you know, there was some, uh, some play that we talked about in a previous episode. So yeah, garters are definitely sexy. I mean, I, we might've touched on them in the, uh, Oh, those hose episode when we talked about all sorts of nylon and hosiery. Um, but mainly only just to differentiate between stockings and thigh highs um, as the common definition or differentiation. But yeah, I mean, garters are sexy as hell. It's harder and harder to find the right kind of stockings that you need garters for. And it never looks right if you, you know, put garters with the kind with the elastic top that hold themselves up. So, you know, <laughs> you're committed to good hosiery if you're, if you're wearing garters. So that's, I mean, that's a sign of a woman who's putting that effort in. And it's just retro classic. It's beautiful. I mean, I don't know anyone who's into anything to do with legs that doesn't appreciate yeah, thigh highs and garters. Uh, to the second part of the question, um, I, you know, I think I kind of like basically from the hips down. Well, I mean, I like, I like everything about women um, and many things about men. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> as it pertains to like the foot leg thing, yeah. Um, is it as much for me as feet? No, but I do like a nice thick calf. It just kind of goes along with the whole same thing. I like I like curves. So, you know, if the calf is thick and the thigh is, is curvy and shapely and comes up to the hip and nice round bottom, yeah. The, the whole equation yeah, but, is the waist down. But does, it, but does it produce the same type of reaction that the feet do? You know, the right glance, the right glimpse, the right tease, it can produce that reaction. Is it something that I react to as regularly as feet or eh, it's hard to say. I mean, I hate compartmentalizing anything about sexuality because, you know, we're unless this is your fetish, in which case just don't do it with actual living people. I don't want to chop women into parts. 
I don't want to chop people into parts. <laughs> I don't want to say, oh, I want to just enjoy their feet. You know, it's part of a whole thing. You know, it's just one more thing that most people don't appreciate. Um. So for me, I there's definitely um, something to say about a sexy thigh. And as much as I can admire a, a very pretty foot, I can definitely admire a very sexy thigh. Um, one thing that I that I don't like is when the thighs are really thick and the calves are really skinny and the ankles really skinny. Um, so when I see, just like you said, a calf, so when I see, an, and, I, and I'm not talking about cankles, but when I see a nice thick ankle that kind of balances out the thick thighs, it's, it's amazing to me. It's absolutely sexy. And yes, the garter belt does, um, you know, uh, definitely accentuates all of that. It's just, you know, it's it, garter belts are ridiculously difficult to put on for me. And yeah. I know that I'm going to have many of my, you know, especially your nylon followers and, you know, nylon fetishists that are like, what the fuck? What do you mean? You know, you're not doing it right. Bullshit. It's not well, easy. If you if you got a nice thick thigh, then you want to go to something like a four strap per side garter. And then that's a big pain in the ass. But if you do less than that, then you end up with the sort of the hanging, hanging high, high on the front and back and not drooping, but pulling. Um, right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. If you're a curvier person, then it's a it's a different garter belt that's a lot harder to come by. A lot of special order stuff. It's it's harder, and let me let me tell you, it's it's expensive. Very. And finding the right one, you know, like you have to go through, you know, four or five, six of them before you find it's, the right one. So it's a lot of trouble, guys. It it's, really is. It's kind of like fitting a bra properly. Oh, God, me. yeah, yeah. So I I want to go back to what we we're kind of both saying. Um, and Andrew's a little science. Um, are you familiar with the concept of fractal geometry? No. Fractal geometry is broccoli. No matter how tiny you break broccoli, it's still a micro spot. Uh, it's still the exact same shape. Yes. Br the, the shape of broccoli is fractal. Every okay. time you fracture it, it's still the same shape. And you break it down, it's still the same shape. It's still the same shape. Okay. I think you can say the same about our taste in a woman. She is an hourglass from top to bottom. Her leg is an hourglass. Her calf ankle foot is an hourglass. Her foot itself is an hourglass. <laughs> Do you follow? I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Science. <laughs> we're such nerds i love it <laughs> that's us all right um i'm gonna read another one that i got um i got i got this message in my only fans actually oh nice um, yeah i do respond to all of my messages on only fans and oddly enough all of the messages in my only fans almost all of them are a lot nicer uh sexier uh without being rude and obnoxious and gross um so i think i, I think i get why that why you get that um so one only fans is a place where people are gonna log in because they have or, or understand there's money to be spent 
they're paying for subscriptions, whatever. And then two, the fact that your OnlyFans is free and you're not charging a fee give, makes them sort of grateful for your time because they understand that it was the model one click over. They could be charging 10 bucks to send a DM. Right. And then also, um, you know, I suspect it weeds out a lot of the, um, uh, like the internationals, uh, like the kids, the one that are just on there with these throwaway accounts just to fucking harass you, Mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, money for cash says, um, so I just listened to the Odos Toast podcast about cast. And I just want to thank you and Top Toes. It was a very thoughtful interview. And I was honestly trying to interject with my own experiences the whole time I was listening to it. Absolutely enthralled from start to finish. I will definitely be listening to more of your podcast and enjoying y'all's perspectives on foot fetish. Now, only one question remains. When are we going to see your cute feet in a cast? Hope you're well and that this is a good place to reach out to you. Cheers. I was well, like, the one, perfect message. <laughs> that one great, great message. Uh, we two, um, you did sort of make promise to our guest in the casting episode whose name escaped me at the moment. I'm still gonna do that. I'm still gonna that do you're, that. That you are gonna try it. So we can't yes. give um, money for cast a date, but we can say, Yes, the promise still stands. We will. Well, it's going to be sooner than later, you know. And, um, you know, uh, there, I mean, if I had more time in New York, you know, um, I might let him do the casting because, you know, he lives in that area. So, or can get to New York, I should say. Um, so I, you know, I thought about it. It's just, I don't know how long it takes and how long am I going to have to wear it? Like, does it come off immediately? How long does it take to get off? So there's a lot involved, you know, also I'm a really busy person. I work really long hours. I'm on my feet. You know, I chase around my pets and my kids and, you know, so it has to be really planned out, but also I have to buy all the materials for it. Right. So it's also an investment. So I have to. I have to really think about it. Um, I am going to do it. I just don't know when. Mm. But but yeah, I'm going to do it. I promise. So going back to that episode um, and one of the messages that we unfortunately lost, so I got to remember it off the top of our head, of my head. You had sent me a message uh, that got came to you from our prior guest from the casting episode. And again, his name is escaping me right now. I apologize. Um, but he said that he had been receiving in his communities a lot of feedback on his episode on our podcast. And the he quoted us something, which now I'm going to have to paraphrase, but the person speaking to him said something to the degree of, I especially appreciated that even though they were not um, cast fetishists themselves, that they approached it with a lot of respect and curiosity and most people look at the cast fetish as something weird or to be ashamed of. And they had never at no time made it sound that way. Oh, this was Matt. It was Matt. Thank you. So this wasn't yes. Matt's words. This was Matt relaying a something to us that he had gotten in some, some forum he belongs to. Um, so it was secondhand viewer mail, but yes. Uh, okay. I remember. Yes, yes, yes. 
And unfortunately, yeah. that that actual message verbatim is lost at the moment. But I mean, it was um, it was, you know, I love that that we were able to do exactly what we're what we want to do, right? We accomplished it, which is to, um, you know, talk about foot fetish related, you know, uh fetishes um <laughs> uh, you know on and everything foot related and i and i you know it's something that we never thought of right like i never i mean i knew about casting but i never really thought of it uh, as something sexy or why would it be sexy why would somebody want this so i i was genuinely curious um and you know we matt was very uh helpful and informative and I love that we could learn and maybe possibly incorporate. Like I told for me, the you know, if we're gonna talk about the casting episode here, the the awesome part for me was um besides getting to know Matt and making a new friend was um like I love the idea of the toes poking out of a cast. To me, that was sexy. Like I can find sexy in that for sure. And I like that people in his community appreciated that as well. That means we did a good job. Yeah. yeah, and I I came out of that learning a lot about it and uh, having some new uh, ideas on that fetish, and it was it was a very cool episode to do. I think some of my favorite episodes to do are ones where we bring in guests who know something that we don't. Uh, yes, and yeah, we don't know I everything for sure. Um, so I've got a few more direct questions that we can give direct answers to. Okay. Uh, why don't you show your feet more? on YouTube, you get more following and views if you, and I'm assuming he said, finishes with, if you do it, just the message got cut off. Right, um, yeah. I'm going to answer that one for you and you can tell me if my answer is right. Okay. Because at the same time, you're also a, you know, commercial foot fetish content producer. And if you throw it all out there all, all over YouTube, you know, you're just cutting into your, your margin. That is exactly right. Uh, the other is we reserve YouTube for episodes where we need, well, we put all of our podcasts on YouTube just to get a broader audience, but we reserve YouTube specific because most of our listeners are listeners. So the YouTube specific episodes kind of don't translate as well in for the podcast listeners. So we reserve the YouTube for times when we have a guest who wants to appear or a visual is important to what we're doing. We are, and I've explained this to a number of, of our YouTube followers, we're a podcast first and foremost. Most of the time, even our YouTube is just something you can put on and listen to. Um, we're a vocal media first and foremost. We do know that we're publishing on YouTube and occasionally we'll go to YouTube for something where it makes sense to show something, either because our guest or because we're trying to explain something, you know, I think we did YouTube for the foot job episode because it helped us kind of show some, some stuff. Right. Um, well, you know, so another reason why, I mean, it kind of goes along with that is that the reality of it is if we were to show more feet, not just my feet, but like if every guest we made them show their feet um, and we could, you know, they, they offer, um, you know, uh, the, the women at least, um, then we're getting a following for all of the wrong reasons. 
I want someone to follow us and engage and and listen to our podcast and enjoy it. You know, we we we're entertainers. Um, I but I don't want uh somebody who follows us just because we have a camera, we have feet on camera. Right. We don't want to be. I feel like it's cheap. Like that's cheap publicity. I don't even know. You know, podcast as a quick cam for no apparent reason is not what we're doing. Um, we're, yes, we're a foot fetish podcast, but we're not a foot fetish YouTube video channel. Right. Two different things. There's plenty yes. of those. Some of our friends run one. Um, yes. Yeah. We have Lady foot- Citra does, I think runs two, uh, and she's great at it. That's not what oh, we yeah. do. We're podcasters. Yeah. Um, so on that, um, similar and actually from the same asker, are the guests are all the guests your friends? How do you decide who you interview? Well, I'll, I'll say this. All the guests pretty much become our friends, which is yes. awesome. Yes. That's exactly what I was In say. the beginning, yeah, it was much easier for us to tap our friends when we were like, is this thing going to even work? Let's just ask a friend who we know will come out there and bomb with us just in case we bomb. We ne- thankfully never have, and all of our guests have been great. Um. But no, we've tried very hard. It's a lot harder to reach out to somebody you don't know than to reach out to somebody you do. But we've tried to get guests who we don't know. And they've been, for the most part, absolutely great. And as I said, they tend to become our friends after the fact. Yes. I, I'm going to say of all the wonderful things that this podcast has brought for us, um, the friendships I think that we make are really fucking cool because there's a connection that we make with these people. Like we may not talk to them every day and we don't know every detail about their life, but you know, uh, you know, perfect example, Matt can reach out to us at any time. And like, we know each other now we're friends. We know like a little bit about him. And then what most people don't know also is that in between all of the recording, there's also conversation. So, you know, a lot of it we don't air we just kind of kind of gab and get to know each other and all that so um yeah there's definitely some connections that are made which i really enjoy so so no right to continue to answer the question no all of the guests um are not our friends but they become our friends and And how do we decide who we're going to interview um sometimes it's just hey i've got a friend who um, and it's it's more often than not a little bit topic based, even though when we bring on sometimes we bring on a guest when it is a specific topic and sometimes we bring on a guest because in our minds, it's flowing off a conversation. We might have had an episode before and we're like in between episodes, we're like, oh, so and so does that. That might just kind of carry the the overall flow of the podcast. Right. And then some people are just plain all interesting. Yep. You know, like they're just an interesting person. They're in the community. Why not get to know a person? Like, let's feature a person that's in the community. So ideally, yes, we would sort of stay on on topic and on, you know, a certain subject. But, um, you know, I, I, I really like to get to know people in the community. So, you know, that's why we welcome suggestions. Um, the problem when we say we want suggestions is that a lot of people are like, uh, me, 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 like I'm cool as fuck. And yes, you guys are cool as fuck. But realistically speaking, there are just way too many cool people in the world for us to just bring 
in everybody. Right. So you've got to have a, like, what's your angle? Like, let's talk yes. about your angle. So I you... can't have 10 guys that love sucking on feet. Like, that's just not going to work. Right, because I'm already you know? covering that. <laughs> right. <laughs> and we, we vet. Um, we play our vetting a little close to the chest, but we, we vet a little bit uh, to, to find out if they got an interesting angle, to find out if their angle isn't just something that's going to get expressed in a sentence and then just go to dead air. Um, and you do have to acknowledge this is an English language podcast and it's an audio format. So to some degree, the person does have to sound good. Now it's yeah. an English language, yeah. not American podcast. We've had plenty of sexy Aussies, uh, Scots, Canadians, uh, Brits galore. Brits, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've had people from the North, the South, the East and the West, um, the country and the city. It's it's not to say that we have a demographic, but there's there's something to be said for our listeners being able to to understand you and for you to be able to express yourself as a, as a guest. And I think that's more the first part of are you going to say your whole thing in three sentences and then have nothing to say? And then we have to ask you questions, deliberate, direct questions, because. We don't like to do that. Yeah, we, like we don't. We don't like to do the whole like list of questions stuff. I mean, we did that. You know, we've done that a little bit towards the end of episodes, just because we have so many questions that people need yeah, answered or want that's, answered. That's not our questions either. That's when right. like our listeners get wind that we're going to have a certain guest and they want to know things from that guest, which yes. is which is great. So, um, hey, so we, I got a question for you. Okay. Uh, do you wear some of your shoes barefoot? <laughs> oh, is that your question for me? Um, I don't I'm know sure how it I was a we- question for me, but you know. <laughs> I don't know how you can wear shoes barefoot. As soon as you're wearing shoes, you're no longer barefoot. Uh, do I wear <laughs> shoes without socks? Sometimes just to run outside. Not most of the time, uh, with the exception of Doc Siders, because if you're wearing socks with Doc Siders, well, then you're, I don't know, you're doing it wrong. Um <laughs> But yes, I, every, I think a lot of people who at least follow me on Instagram or even other platforms know I'm a big aficionado of absurd socks. So I like my socks too much to not wear socks. Um, and yeah, with, with shoes, that's the most comfortable. Obviously, I have some flip-flops and I have Doc Siders and those go just fine without socks. I love wearing sneakers without socks. With the exception of like Converse, like Chucks, because they're a little rough on the feet, you know? Um, but most of my shoes, like I, like I've got all my Pumas have like, uh, sort of soft soles on the inside and I love wearing them without socks. The problem is that then the shoes get super sweaty and stinky and that's not my thing. I know a lot of people enjoy that, but, um, but yeah, so. So why don't we take a quick break here and, uh, we'll come back with some more questions and comments and, um, see where it goes. We'll be right back. Are you interested in real accounts of sex workers and the ins and outs of our industry? Then you'll want to listen to Strip by Sia, your podcast for strippers, sex workers, and all the fancy naked people in between. I am your host, Steph Sia, and I interview different people every single week that are part of the sex industry with an aim to destigmatize it. New episodes every single Sunday. Tune in. 
Okay, welcome back. Be sure and check out our friend Sia's podcast. And also, if you want to both see or hear for those of for our YouTube YouTube watchers uh, asking for more feet, um, we did have two episodes with Sia. So that was episode 230 and 231. So go and check them out on YouTube. Excellent, excellent visuals. Okay. So also, uh, good time to thank our sponsor, Crowfoot Jewelry. Uh, they make handmade jewelry of all types, beautiful stuff. Did, did yours come in or are we still dealing with global shipping issues? Uh, no, actually, um, it did come in. And um, I, I'm going to call it my Crowfoot Jewelry Haul which I'm in the process of making a short little video. So by the time this airs, you'll all get to see the wonderful stuff they sent me and they handmade for me, uh, anklet included. Uh, so oh, beautiful. Um, yeah. So beautiful, check them out. Uh, Instagram at Crowfoot Jewelry. That's right. Uh, so uh, back to the mailbag. Um, so uh, Twitter well, actually, yeah, we started talking about how uh, Instagram has been bothering us or doesn't fit quite right. Um, and then, of course, we had global Instagram outage. <laughs> uh, yeah. Actually, I... it was global Facebook outage. Facebook, Instagram, Messenger, and WhatsApp all went down. TikTok, Rumors... too, I heard. Uh, Do they own TikTok? I don't know, but I heard it was down, too, so... Yeah. Eh, whatever. Well, that um, one might have been a twelve-year-old tripped over the plug. Um, <laughs> also heard from some source that the they couldn't receive outside emails. They their ID badges didn't work. Heard rumors that it was a Chinese hack. Facebook Zuckerberg saying nothing. Saying glad to have you back. But for one brief moment in time. We were all tweet Twitterers and Twitter tweet. We all tweeted. Uh, <laughs> Twitter was awesome, and uh, you were working that day. Unfortunately, uh, very busy at work because the is the exact same day you lost your Instagram account. You could have boosted your Twitter um, presence by a thousandfold because the world was on Twitter that day. And uh, unfortunately, timing. Yeah, I, yeah, no, I, you know, I retweeted um, you a couple times where I could, but you know, there was there wasn't a whole lot to do. And I appreciate that so much. I mean, uh, you know, I know you're my friend, and you're kind of sort of obligated to, but you really don't have to. So I appreciate that. Um, but the point, but, I, you know, oh, sorry, go. I was gonna say, well, you know, I said, you know, I was gonna say we're, you know, I'm going to be trying my best to step away from Instagram anyway. So, which is probably where you were going. <laughs> well, yes and no. Uh, so, yes, um, you know, you have other platforms that you're on that you're doing better on. Um, I think the podcast Instagram isn't going anywhere. But for your content production, I think it's time for our followers, your followers to follow you over to another thing. It's time for me to just, you know, go get an account where I can look at people's free OnlyFans. Um, mm -hmm. But... As much as that was the giant day of Twitter, I will say that uh, the Twitterverse did let us down. Uh, I posted the ask us a question there, and I got two likes, two retweets, and not a single answer. 
So Twitter, <laughs> step up your we're trying to give you some love. Step up your game. But I'm not sure that my Twitter audience understands the, the podcasting aspect so much. Right. Yeah. Well, we, you know, we got to work on that. We, maybe we'll start a Twitter for the podcast. We'll see. I think I can actually, unlike Instagram, I can afford to actually have a second Twitter, another Twitter account on my phone. I think I have room. So maybe a podcast Twitter is in order. I, I really knew, I, I found out that I really need to focus on two social media uh, things because um i if it's too many of them they're all neglected so so my fet life is being neglected my reddit is being neglected oh, uh, which really sucks because that's where neglected i met too. i just looked at it again today just to see if we had some some interesting comments or questions i had some dms that we pulled up and maybe we can read that dms of course are longer but you know um and I realized I haven't posted the guest photos for about 15 episodes now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I keep forgetting, so though, that we, we're, we we're, really got to get better about that. For I sure. keep forgetting that when we're debriefing a guest that we need to ask them for a picture for, you know, that they're OK with being on FetLife. It's like because our guest pool is on Instagram, no one cares if we post something on Instagram. I feel like right to exactly. put them on FetLife. We need their permission, and I keep forgetting to ask. So here's a um, – so the the way I posed the thing was um, this particular one, you know. Do you have a question or a brief story you want on the air? What's on your mind? And this uh, listener, prolific listener, I, I know they're a big, big, big fan of both of ours, uh, says, going to New York is on my mind. <laughs> Yes, yes, he is very excited about New York. <laughs> Jealous, I think. Yeah, he he's just, you know, I yeah, he can't wait. So so yeah, that's that's what yeah, we're doing. You want to fill the listeners in the jokes. That's uh, <laughs> Well, this this one comes from the account bottom underscore drawer underscore photos. Bottom drawer photos also known as Mr. Lift, also known as Mr. Any. Um that's yeah. right. I can see the, the jealousy in his face when I FaceTimed him from New York sitting next to you. He he wanted to be there too for he sure. He really did. Like it wasn't jealousy about like, oh my god, my wife is wherever. It was more like, oh, I want to be there too. The same kind of jealousy that I would have had had you been there just with Rhonda, you know. So Yeah. Um yeah. You know, he also says, um, how did you feel when you finally got to meet my brother husband? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I did see that one. <laughs> he asked you that one, so he, you that was for me. That yeah, um, I was a little bit uh, overwhelmed, actually. I, 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 I hate to say this, and I don't think I've admitted this to anyone, but I really had to fight back tears because I was so excited to just hold you. You know what I mean? I was so excited to just hug you. It was just, you know, and we just come off of like you know being all stressed out about it and you know, like dealing with the possibility that we probably I weren't going to meet, you know, so it was just all like super just overwhelming. It was awesome. Yeah. And I don't think, I mean, some of our listeners probably do. Some are like, what? When you've known somebody for five, six years and you consider them honestly and truly a friend and, and, and a partner in an endeavor and everything else, 
and you've never got a chance to meet face to face. It's kind of insane. It is. I'm like, you know, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's almost, yeah, no, it was beginning to be too much. It was just too, it's ridiculous. It was beginning to be too much. So yeah, just pull the bandaid off. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, responses from other parts of the world. We'll just put it that way. Okay. Ankle socks. Um, yes, there are yes. many. <laughs> uh, I do occasionally wear them with low tops. I do wear ankle socks. Thanks for, for, for asking. <laughs> uh, is your feet huge? Well, mine are. <laughs> Well, I guess mine are too for for women's, yeah. Yes, your women's size ten wine and my men's size twelve. I guess for the scene, yeah, we both got pretty big. Yeah, feet. got pretty big. Feet, so yeah. thank yeah. you for asking. Is our feet huge? Yeah. yeah. Um, this one's kind of an in betweener because uh, mm-hmm. it could theoretically be a legitimate question, or it could just be when you open a cha- a, a text box, people are compelled to type in it. What are your turn-ons? Hmm. Well, this is the Odo's Toes Foot Fetish podcast, so um, noses. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say elbows. (laughs) Yeah, you got some sexy elbows, girl. Remember our elbow cam joke on YouTube? (laughs) Yep. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I think uh, feet are among our turn-ons, um, but generally, I'm going to say sexy humans and interesting humans. Yes, yeah. I mean, that's if you're going to just yeah. Interesting, up, interesting humans with other interesting kinks is definitely a turn-on. I do enjoy that. Yeah, I do. I um, so physically, just physically. For me, turn-ons, um, it's very difficult to identify. So just, just the other day, my husband and I were having a conversation about why I don't watch porn or why I don't watch enough porn or why I don't come home excited to talk to him about what porn I found or saw. Well, I, I, I am and, curious. We need to get him back on the show again because I do want to know what what is enough porn in his estimation. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, I think he wants me to, like, masturbate and be like, oh, my God, I was watching this, like, you know, whatever porn, insert random scene here. And then because we could talk about it, you know, but I it's extremely difficult for me to find people attractive based on just one thing. So, um, sure, I can admire a nice body or, you know, a nice chest, nice arms or nice ass or whatever. But that's really not it for me. It's so much more. It's, you know, that's why I kind of, I want to say like, I'm like a sapiosexual, but. Yeah, I've just demisexual, sapiosexual. I've I've banded around those terms myself. Yeah, because it's got to be something interesting going on, you know. Yeah, because you can be hot as fuck. And then you open your mouth and say like one I don't know, double negative, and I'm like, fuck, just forget it. Like I'm done. Like, <laughs> so here's one. It's more of a comment. I love the fact that you are. This was actually came on my page. So okay. this person loves the fact that I am a beautiful person who is into the same thing as he is. So I'm not sure if this is one of my many many viewers who don't understand that I'm a dude, 
or if he just means I'm a beautiful no, person. No, I think that, that you're, they think you're a beautiful person. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. I like that. That's um, kind of sweet. So I've got one from our Fet Life accounts. Um, it's a couple weeks old, but, or maybe more than a couple, but, um, I love the variety of topics you cover. Again, the fun and exuberance, not to mention the wicked tongue in cheek when discussing things that might not be to either of your liking, but you explore it trying to understand it. Thank you. Yeah. There were a couple other comments I got that people just kind of love our, um, not our kink, but we support you having it thing. Um, yeah, I think it's definitely who we are, and I'm glad that it comes out in the podcast, and I'm glad people love it. Um, yeah. So here's one that's just a just a comment on on our YouTube, on our live from New York YouTube. Oh, uh, okay. I haven't even looked at that yet. And I, it's it's the simplest comment. So glad to see y'all finally be able to meet. And you know what that why that speaks to me? Yeah. So was I. I was so glad too. <laughs> but it just shows that our our listeners, our viewers, they're, they're invested in us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We were super excited to meet, but that, that we have listeners, viewers who also are happy that we finally got to meet, you know, the fact that people are invested. Yeah. I, um, you know, yes, this is a foot fetish podcast, but I think that a lot of, uh, people that listen to us also really enjoy, you know, the shit we have to say are, are, you know, our banter like the shit talking <laughs> a little bit of the sexy you know so you get to know us i think a lot of people sometimes want to hear more personal things um but it's you know it's it's hard it's hard because of the you know i mean it's a fetish we're fetishy so it's hard to you know and we're not a podcast where we just talk about just everyday things so it's i don't know it, it can get it can get muddy Mm. But um, but I like that our people do appreciate us, you know, as a foot fetish podcast and as people, as individuals, and that, you know, they appreciate our friendship. Because we I did get a lot of um, messages saying, like, oh, that's so cool you guys got to meet, or, like, I'm so happy for you. And, you know, it was really, like, this big reunion that I didn't realize was a big reunion for our, get, for our um, listeners. So Yeah, that, that is cool. Um, here's another simple one. From, from YouTube. Love the podcast. It's great to hear the inside stories of you guys and the guests. Interesting stuff. Keep up the good work. Um, you have foot fetishes common. Foot dudes common. How we're perceived can be creepy depending on the approach, timing, setting, etc. I think that was on the Am I a Creep episode. Oh. <laughs> uh, you guys rock and straight up deserve a bigger following. What the fuck? Please don't stop this so good for the community love 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 the show oh uh, thanks for that nick that's awesome <laughs> we can we can feel oh this is interesting I, I missed this say i have a question do you think one of your next one can you find out what happened to izzy the horny housewife sinclair would be nice to hear from her if she's still around this guy's going back. That's early I days. Say, I don't know who that is. Izzy Sinclair, uh, I think, was around the same era as Dawn Desire. Um, you know, when most of us had AOL accounts. This is this is old school. So Izzy may have just aged out of the program, but 
Um, I'm going to make a note to myself and I'm going to track down Izzy Sinclair and see if we can at least link up what she's doing in the show notes for this. uh, Oh, this unfortunately two month old question, but hopefully he's still an avid listener and we will find out. Izzy Sinclair, (laughs) where are you now? (laughs) Yeah, I'm really sad about the responses that I, um, that I missed because I lost my account. Speaking of losing my account, sorry about your account. Where will you post more now? Um, well, definitely podcast related things to still the any underscore podcaster on Instagram. However, for my, you know, people that follow me for my feet um, or tongue or whatever you reason you follow me for other than the podcast, um, that's going to be my only fans. Uh, it's you know it Great is follow. Free. there is some pay per view stuff but it's gonna be my OnlyFans followed closely by Twitter so Twitter's gonna get all of my all of my stuff so OnlyFans will see it first Twitter will be second here's so. one content based I'm glad you all broke down what a model is because the people on Instagram and Facebook all think they're models. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go with like the general like consensus is that we're fetish models. So I can deal with fetish model. You know, we've talked about foot model being something different for me. Um, you know, fetish content producer is fetish content producer is the best. Yeah. Fetish model would mean also that I've been published somewhere. Right. I mean, right. Well, you have, if you consider my page, the publication, yeah, I mean that's a couple of photographers now that have me out there. So, yeah, I think <laughs> at this point, once you've got some serious photographers, and I'm not talking about myself, but some of our new serious photographer friends, yeah, you're you're a fetish model. Um, I, all right, this is gonna run us all the way to the break. I think. Okay. Of all the topics you've explored, what have you added to your own menus? So this, uh, oh wait, we I'm gonna call this is like Matt. Like one Matt. This is this is Matt, our guy. Oh, is it Matt? <laughs> yeah. So uh, he gets he gets called out for asking a, a, a serious question that's going to co- bring us straight to the break, um, <laughs> and he's getting called out for using one of our lines against us. You know, oh. add it to the menu. We always talk about feet. Oh. Just to, you don't have to be a foot fetish. Just to add it to the menu. Right. So all the random ones we explored. What have we added to our own menus? Ooh. Um, for me, the biggest one tickling. Oh yes, that's right. You did I add definitely tickling put to the that menu. one on the menu. Um, I'm trying to think of certain episodes, like specific ones. I mean, I I already really enjoy the giant test. Um, fetish so I can't say that my husband enjoys being little or 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 you know me being little or anything like that or tiny um, I'm gonna say it's probably more of a dom sub exchange um, he's he's definitely more willing to go in the other direction now uh, uh, in those... fact I think he's kind of aching for it and I think so part of that yeah, but I think part of that might be uh, 
you know, all of the doms that we've had, on. <laughs> you know, so, um, but yeah, no, none that I can say like specifically that I've added, you know, and I'm enjoying on a regular basis on the menu, but I've tried them all. I mean, I really have. Aside With the exception casting. of casting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've tried them all. So yeah. Um, Cause bondage was already in my repertoire rope at least. Um, Tickling was definitely got added. I kind of got a, a better appreciation for that one. So of all the things, I think that that's probably the, the most direct one between the two of us. Yeah, I don't I guess I don't have one specifically, but I've tried them all. So, yeah. All right. Well, why don't we try taking another quick break um, and a few more things when we get back? And we'll see you in 30 seconds or less. <laughs> and we're back. And, well, you know, originally I thought the mailbag felt light, but um, I think I just got to the bottom where all the good stuff is. So, uh, you know what? When they've been a guest on our show, I think we can call them out by name. Yes. Yeah. So, Lo Mario. Uh, our, one of our um, experts on the giantess uh, scene and uh, the creator of many amazing edits, uh, renders, edits, both um, some of which just got made based on your trip to New York, actually. <laughs> oh, gosh, he's amazing. He does some really good stuff. So he asks someone like Feet and you, I, I think he missed a word here, become a Someone like okay. you, and you become aware of it, stranger or friend, what are you do? Yeah, he's missed a few words there. Type in a bit too fast. <laughs> you know what? No, it's because our little boxes are very Yeah, he's, so he's just trying to, trying to like... make it. to So, I, so someone, someone like me, and, and you, you become, become aware, aware of, it, of it, and they're a stranger, stranger or a friend. friend. Regardless, what do you do? Yeah. So, um, me as the, the fellow fetishist, um, not to, and you know, I somehow become aware of it. You know, I'm going to ask him kind of to start where, you know, like, oh, any any particular uh, foot models or whatever, content producers, whatever that you dig on. And, you know, oh, yeah, like, you know, and compare notes on feet. You know, <laughs> normally we run into those people on Instagram. So it's a little easier to, you know, so this model here, this model here, this friend. Well, of like, so what if you like run into like, what if you like meeting people? So let's, let's take a stranger, right? So you, you meet some people at a bar and you start talking about whatever. Somebody puts a foot up and he's like, oh man, that's a beautiful foot. And you go, oh, do you like feet? Like, so then what, what comes next? Like, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to, I don't think I'm going to ask the question. I think I'm just going to agree unless I totally disagree. Um, but yeah, I mean, if somebody's the one who kind of comes out of the shoe closet first, you know, like we said, it's you, you normalize it just whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, man, those are some, that's a great petty. This is some sexy toes, whatever, whatever happens to apply. Um, right. but now I, let's put it in the direction. I think it's a little more meant, which is you notice somebody paying attention to your feet either a stranger or a friend that you never noticed this from before, what are you going to do? Hmm. Well, strangers, I put on a full on tease show. I really do. Uh, friends. It just depends on the friends. 
you know, because uh, I mentioned, I think, I think I mentioned it on the air in one of the more recent episodes about the family friend that I caught, like just staring and staring at my feet. Or, or maybe I told you that in a DM, I think. Yeah, mm. you were. You were yeah, I think you probably day. told me that privately. Yeah, 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 you were having a bad day. And I told you the story and how it was like, ah, like hiding my feet. Well, part two of that was, you know, we saw him one weekend and he pointed out that there was a mosquito biting my foot. And I was like, wait, like we're in the middle of a barbecue. Like, where did you, like, how did you notice that there is a mosquito <laughs> so in that situation i suspect that he really likes my fancy feet because his um his girl has kind of plain feet and she's kind of plain and i i don't think he's ever seen someone with so much bling on their feet right and um i think he liked my feet i think he's probably has a foot thing uh but it's awkward for me and I'm like, so the next time I see him, I make sure that I wear tennis shoes because I don't want him checking me out. He's a family friend, you know. Right. Yeah. So I, so that's unwelcome attention because I just don't want any drama, you know. So, um, yeah, in that situation, I hide my feet, but it it depends on the friend, you know. So um, usually I'm like, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, like did you like feet? What? Like I have the cutest feet. Look, check it out, and like show my page. I don't have a problem with that. Um, if it's a stranger, like, or like at the airport, I can put on a full on show, like, you know, and see if I can get them to break, really. <laughs> we've spent enough time on the air uh, talking about the, the party the Bliss and I met at, but it, I was, uh, yeah, definitely like, oh, yeah, that's what's going on. All right. I'm grabbing your foot. I'm sucking your toes in the middle of the party. I don't care. <laughs> I don't know that that would happen with me, but you know, you know what? I do want to take a minute since I'm, since I brought up the airport, uh, uh, you know, is he, did he have a foot fetish or not story? Um, I did have someone respond to it. Um, he says, uh, the guy was a commuter and was possibly annoyed by the clopping sound of a sandal on a foot. You said no, as why wouldn't he just move away? He kept staring. He maybe had a fetish or he has never seen a pair of feet as nice as yours and was enamored and didn't think and didn't want to spoil the moment and risk exposure slash offense. Or you possibly triggered his foot fetish interest in the sense of he didn't know he had one before until that moment. He was entranced and curious and forgot there was a whole person too and forgot himself and kept looking back. Or maybe, too, he wasn't sure as your husband appeared and he didn't want to be rude and ask you to stop clopping your sandal. Social norms and rules, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) A lot of different perspectives on that one. Uh, Some of them sound like blowing a bit of smoke up your ass. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Here's a good one. Have you ever seen a foot fetish kinky events? And did you have fun going to one? Well, I think you've said on the air that you've never had an opportunity to. No. Um, I've been to plenty of kink events and unfortunately, selectively few foot fetish specific ones. Um, I really enjoy the kink events um, that that are done, I want to say in the cities. So like the ones I used to go to in Boston, one I went to in Los Angeles, 
a couple I used to go to in New York, um, bigger cities where it's not just, hi, here's our dungeon and you can watch us flog people. It's a whole nightclub environment that also has kink going on. So I want to I I want to say too that I think the difference between the kink parties that you like and want to go to and 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 enjoy um and a regular like foot party is that in foot parties there's a lot of exchange of funds. Yes. Like it's They're all very monetary to go to. it's all for profit. It's very business like. I want to like, go to a kink party. Whether it be foot or not foot, you know, if you go to a kink, there's going to be feet shown. The ones that label themselves foot parties are actually just mass sessions. And yeah. that's fine, too. But that's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking right. for something that's still a party. That's right. still. Yeah, and yeah, less is going to happen. Less should happen in an environment where you're probably also drinking. But I want to be in an environment where I'm having a drink. I'm dancing. um. I've got some some things to watch, you know, like a, a little stage thing over here. And I also know that anyone in the room is kind of kink open. And then yeah. it's just the same as interacting with people in any other nightclub bar situation. Right. Yeah, so I don't want to go to a session party. Right, yeah, which is the reason why I haven't gone to one of the foot parties and um you know uh shout out to phoenix stacy who's putting she puts she helps puts on uh put on a lot of the uh, texas foot parties um and she has invited me to her next one um in austin or dallas i don't know but um and but the reason i don't attend them is because um if i go i'm going to be expected to be sessioning not necessarily by them you know the organizers but by i think the patrons you know like whoever's hanging out they're gonna be approaching me for sessions and i'm gonna keep saying no i don't do sessions no i don't do sessions no i don't do sessions so it's not it, it's not gonna be you know uh, us hanging out and drinking and, and partying it's like you know it's work mm. for for those of us that show our feet i guess so right and but then again, something i don't know just... i've never been to one so i don't really know i just know i've that I don't never been to one of those foot parties either it's just it doesn't appeal to me yeah, um, um, they do. I, I mean, again, they, on their lives, back it to... does seem like a lot of fun. On their lives, it does seem like a ton of fun. I For just, them. as a quote unquote foot model, I don't think I can go if I'm not offering sessions. So, right. And I want uh, it goes back to that thing you were saying, sapiosexual, demisexual. Yes, there could be hot women with hot feet. I'm not really interested in sucking the toes of somebody that isn't that I'm not jiving with. And that doesn't seem like a place where you can jive with anyone. It's it's transactional. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you pay for your ten minutes or your twenty minutes or whatever, and then you. It's yeah, it. it's it's even a step beyond a strip club because at least at a strip club you're sitting there, you're watching the floor show, and if you never get a lap dance, you never get a lap dance. Um, well, I mean, you've got a ton of people that go. You know, they pay their entrance fee and then just hang out and they watch all the worship going on. Okay. All right. So yeah. So in that regard, then yeah, then the strip club is the perfect analogy. If you want to just watch the floor show, but see for that, I'd rather watch some of these new neo burlesques. And this is, um, interestingly enough, it's a conversation that you and that me and your husband were having just a couple moments ago. Um, Okay. (laughs) uh, There's a there's a burlesque out of Tallahassee called Shaken Not Stirred. A little free plug to them. 
they've been tagging me in a lot of their posts lately um, because one of the people involved in it is a model by the name of Ruby Rapture, who and I've gotten to to follow, and she does a lot of cosplay stuff. And a lot of the people in the um, in the burlesque do cosplay, and it's it's sort of a neo burlesque. It's it's a new step into burlesque in something new and interesting. And you know, so these are these are models that I've admired their feet, uh, or these are performers rather. We'll we'll use the correct term. Who I've admired their feet, who do a lot of cosplay and nylon and lingerie stuff, and. Yeah, for for my money and a two drink minimum, and I'm not saying that that is the the setup there. Just you know, a generalization. Right, yeah. That's kind of more what I'd be interested in. Yeah, because there's a there's there's a lot of there's creativity there. There's there's fun and interesting energy. Um, you know, yeah, and, and also also and there's still beautiful feet. Well, I don't know if during the burlesque you actually get to see any feet or not, but that's but also the, the totality not, of it. The thing is with you is you're not just a foot fetishist so it's not just feet like you have a lot of other kinks that would you know uh attract you so i don't know and, that and the kind the, of mind foot party would... specifically is for you you'd need a kink party like you right said. and yeah. or the kind of mind who would put cosplay and burlesque into the same sentence yeah right. that's something i want to see that's that's, that's cool. entertaining for sure yeah <laughs> yeah so if you happen to be in tallahassee and that sounded interesting uh look them up at uh shake and not stirred burlesque free free plug for them but you know they've been showing some love um do you like your feet sucked i can answer this actually okay because the funny thing is you you're out with your foot fetish to somebody you're in a relationship. Every one of them wants to see if you respond the same in return. And the answer is no, I really don't like it. I, I just can't get over it. I don't. I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I was having a conversation with someone that shall remain nameless for now. Um, and they were talking to me about how they love sucking dick, but hate receiving oral. So, um, she doesn't like being eaten out, but she loves to suck dick. So I, yeah, I, yeah, I get it. I get Uh it. Um, I, on the other hand, do thoroughly enjoy getting my feet sucked. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, how about licked on the corner of second 60th? Ah, (laughs) shut up. Get out of here. Yes, uh, yeah, super. Like, I'm already getting sweaty here. Like, I'm getting really hot right here. So, <laughs> yeah, this is why I don't do sessions, guys. I mean, aside from the fact that I'm married and my husband may or may not be okay with that, um, I I don't do sessions because it's way too intimate for me. It's extremely personal and intimate, and it uh, does things to my body. I have a physiological response to it, and I just can't. Um, I don't know. I, you know, if I didn't, if it didn't cause that kind of reaction in me, I think I'd be more uh, okay with, with having worship sessions and things like that. But I, uh, it's, yeah, it's too intimate for me. So as we've said, there is something a little inherently commercial uh, and professional about the whole sessions thing. And if you as the uh, professional are getting into it too much, um, it's it's kind of like the, the the stupid joke out of um, Pretty Woman. Don't kiss on the lips. It's too personal. 
Right, exactly. Yeah. If so you're you, trying you guys... to be a professional here and that person's making you uh, warm and wet, then you're you're losing your edge. So one of the things that I ask, like the models that do uh, sessions, um, and I ask this almost of everyone, I say, how do you keep from fucking your clients? Because I don't know, I think I'd be so turned on, I'd want to end up fucking them, you know, or, you know, something. And Well... <laughs> then you you've know. also got the the client that you absolutely just don't even since toe sucking to you is sensual there would be a client or two that you absolutely just would not want them anywhere near your feet yeah that would gross me out I'd be like, ah. <laughs> yeah you have to be, you have to be a really um special kind of person to to just find the right balance in sessions and um I think most of our guests that do sessions, we've been able to, you know, um, they have that balance and they've been able to explain that to us. So, um, well, and I've heard stories, um, not necessarily on the air, but from people, uh, I think we actually know we have one on the air so I can call her out, uh, who broke the client boundary into relationship territory. Uh, Sia, who now gets mentioned a second time. Yeah. <laughs> but she's not alone in that. Yeah, I do know of a few who have done it. It it happens. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, it, yeah. And I don't, I don't, I don't have, it, I don't know what it's like to session, so I can't say you know either way. But me being me, I feel like I would get too like into it. So, you know, my my husband complains that I never come to him uh, to tell him like, oh my god, this guy's hot. Like I would totally fuck him, or this girl's hot. Like I would totally fucking sit on her face or whatever. And I'm like, it's because it takes so much for me to find somebody attractive. It's just it has to be like the stars have to fucking align, you know. So I get pictures sent to me, um, like people send me their selfies all the time, like men handsome men and i'm like i get that normally you have some type of reaction from women but unfortunately you're not going to get that from me it's not just an act it really like i can i understand you're attractive you're a handsome man but that's not going to do it for me like mm. there's so much more that you need besides no, that yeah. i'm apparently the horn dog who's drunk and texting you back pictures of your husband going oh my fucking god <laughs> <laughs> drunk not drunk i don't care it makes me giggle and i'm like yep <laughs> that was really the, the main purpose but i that one the photo he posted just kind of like i was i was a little taken aback i was like all right you know i i uh i asked him i was like is that your i was like is that your cock i was like were you hard and he was like no i wasn't he's like i was just you know i had a little bit of a chubster and i kind of held it there and i was like man that looks good like <laughs> yeah he, like, he it captured it well. It was it wasn't, but it was kind of exactly the the, the perfect gray sweatpants picture. Only he wasn't wearing gray sweatpants, but it was that kind of thing with yeah, yeah, like, like perfectly captured the... outline kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, he does have a beautiful cock. So shout out to the husband. I'm All a lucky right, girl, I'm a lucky girl. So we're gonna end this with uh, another friend of the podcast, or friend of our foot parties at least, um, who asks. And he should know better than to ask this question. Uh, do you have a favorite foot model? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm looking at his screen name and I forget what we actually know him as. 
Um, he let's shout out his um one on one off page. That's yes, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yes, the the man behind the uh the one on one off craze on Instagram and a friend of the podcast for sure. He asked. Oh, he's a you... dear friend of mine. He is uh, you know, I you know I can't say we're as close as I would like us to be. I just you know we just don't. But but he's a dear friend to me, and we know um you know personal stuff about each other and he is a great guy a great fetishist a great friend of the podcast and to me personally so i and he should absolutely know better than to ask do you have a favorite foot model (laughs) we have so so many friends in the community and we have we have favorite feet and favorite people they're attached to and Somewhere those align. Uh, I have you different. Know. I have favorites for different reasons. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. a near best friend and podcast partner who I also think has sexy feet. Um, and I have, you know, a, a real I'm life in a relationship partner. with who is right. uh, <laughs> who is also in the Instagram foot scene. Um, and we have dear friends with absolutely beautiful feet, and we have absolutely beautiful friends who are also part of the foot fetish scene that maybe we don't necessarily dig on their feet completely. Um, but a favorite? Mm. No. Except maybe right at this moment, we have we have one who is uh, our favorite of the day. Yes. Yes. Let's call her our favorite for today because she did this super sweet thing for us. Our, so our favorite of the day... <laughs> We know her as Mrs. Wicked, former uh, podcast guest, uh, was the only one brave enough to cue up the mic and <laughs> record us a little something for our listener mail. So here's our one and only listener voicemail. Hey, Annie. Hey, Top Toes. Congratulations on your anniversary. Thank you guys for letting me be a part of your first year of the podcast. And thank you for making me laugh out loud every single episode. You guys are the fucking best. Um, so cheers and here's so many more seasons. So thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much, Mrs. Wicked. Thank you for that. For those that words. Was adorable. Yes. yes. And for that, you are definitely our favorite foot model today. <laughs> And I think that wraps up listener mail too. Um, oh, we have we waited this long to say our very important announcement. So this is the last. Well, it's hard to say because our our first season was short; it was only twelve episodes. This is the thirty eighth episode of season two, but next week will be our actual first anniversary, and next week we'll air the live pre recorded call in show. Yeah. So it will air on the 13th, but if you want to call in via Zoom, because it's 2021 and we do everything by Zoom, <laughs> <laughs> on Saturday the 9th, and we will be posting this to every social media we're on, but on Saturday the 9th, 1 p.m. Eastern, or starting at 1 p.m. Eastern for what? Let Not me... Eastern, Pacific. No. 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific. Um, and other time zones as well. Do your math. Four Eastern, one Pacific, and continuing for probably 90 minutes or so will be your chance to join us on Zoom and just 
become a short-term guest yes. for our one-year anniversary show. So, so all of you guys that keep saying, like, can I be a guest? Can I be a guest? This is your chance to come on for a little while or the whole entire time. I don't know. We're just going to, you know, we'll see where it takes us. But we're going to advertise um, the Zoom invite to the general public. So you can come on. Um, we may have you wait a little while in the like sort of waiting area, you know, while we let you in because we can't have 50 people on at the same time. Um, but uh, please keep in mind, I had a few questions about this. So um, you can come on and listen and not participate. You can just come on and keep your camera off and keep your audio off and just listen. You'll just listen to us live. Um, you can also come on uh with your audio, I think we're going to limit the camera because we don't want any risky stuff coming, you know. Uh, I'm going to say um, we, we, we can we can go open camera, but we're going to edit out most of the video. Probably just take a still of different people who are talking over the course of it. Right. And then not, so we're not going to run the raw video. But also, but if I you want to show sure... us what it looked like, go ahead and turn your right. camera on. That's fine. But what I'm trying to say is, like, let's make sure that we don't. Uh, you know, sexually assault anyone. <laughs> please, please, no sexually you know, assault um, anyone. So no, uh, no dick pics, please. Uh, so um, if you're gonna have video, your face or something else is fine. But you don't have to have video because some people were afraid of that. They were concerned about that. So we can just, you can turn off your camera, turn on your mic. You do not have to come on the video at all. You can also edit your name. So if you have a Zoom account that you use for work, you can change the name on it temporarily. So it's just like a first name or something like that. Um, but yeah, we want we want you guys to join us. And we're going to edit out any privacy issues anyway, because yes, we're not absolutely. going to run the raw feed. So if you realize halfway through that you put the wrong name on, or if you tell us halfway through, you know what? I don't want my face on here. I didn't realize that one of my eyebrows is six feet higher than the other because I was drunk in the car putting on my makeup. Whatever the issue is, <laughs> we're just we're going to for the people who wanted to show a little something, we're going to grab some stills to show on the YouTube during or when it airs. But mainly, again, this is a podcast. It's an audio format. Right. And if you want to hang out and just say you were there during our sort of live show, semi live show. Yeah, live be- uh, recorded live in front of a studio audience. You can do that if you're just hanging out, and then somebody says something, you interject something. That's cool. Yeah, now's the, to, yeah now's the time to questions, chat. Give us your your two cents. Like, give us your opinion on different subjects. We'll be talking about all kinds of stuff. So, um, yeah. So this is our official invitation for you to come and join us on the podcast to help us celebrate our one year anniversary. Um, so and- block off a little bit of time for us on Saturday afternoon, four Eastern, one Pacific, and uh, we hope to see a lot of see and hear, especially hear a lot of you then. And it will air on our usual spot Wednesday evenings. Um, it's going to be a great time. Better be a great time. <laughs> I mean, me, you and I are going to be there, so. Yep. There you go. <laughs> so with that we're so excited to be finishing out the first year and uh the anniversary coming up next week so that's it we've done a year's worth of podcast already can't believe it yeah so glad you've joined us for as much or as little as you have so far for those of you uh been there since episode one you're awesome 
For those of you who just discovered us tonight, you're awesome. And for those of you who've been masturbating to our voices this whole time, you're welcome. Very welcome. Bye.